Choose life. Choose a sport. Choose a drop zone. Choose a start time. Choose a fucking big jump plane. Choose turbine engines, speed, unlimited altitude, and endless horizons. Choose height, no low turns, and travel insurance. Choose jump tickets. Choose tiny action cameras. Choose your mates. Choose a rig and matching helmet. Choose swoop shorts and a range of fucking fabrics. Choose 120 vertical speed and wondering who the fuck you are on a Sunday morning. Choose sitting on that couch, watching debriefs, spirit-saving slow-mos, smashing beers after last load. Choose standing on the podium at the end of it all. Choose a win you'll love every time. And the reasons? There are no reasons. Who needs reasons when you fly NZ Aerosports? Of course, I absolutely love the NZ Aerosports business model. I mean, come on. One glance at an Icarus fuck yeah sticker and you know it lines up perfectly with the fucking pilot mentality. But outside their wonderful use of colorful language and a great company vibe... There's a long list of reasons to say NZ Aerosports, fuck yeah. NZ Aerosports blows me away right out of the gate as a canopy manufacturer with a bold offer. They give you 10 jumps on your brand new nylon to decide if you want to keep it, swap it out, or even return it for a refund. I mean, seriously, how incredible is that? That's like getting halfway through a prom and deciding you prefer the slightly racier date that goes down faster. Seriously, they do that. If you're not madly in love with your new canopy after 10 jumps, they'll let you swap it out for another size or model or even get your money back. And the range of canopies they've got? Man, they've got a style canopy to fit every jumper and every situation with models you know and trust. Like the Sapphire 3, the perfect choice for the beginner or intermediate canopy pilot. The Crossfire 3, when you're ready to kick it up that elliptical notch. The JFX 2, if you're looking to up your new swoop game. The Leia as the workhorse and dirt water dirt beast, or the Petra. The Petra cranks out crazy power and is nothing short of a record breaker. But hey, it's not always about speed either. Take the Kraken. Built as a low pack volume canopy specifically with wingsuiting in mind, she gives you all the performance you're looking for with the reliability you need that'll have you itching for that next formation, rodeo, or puffy cloud. So the equipment is top of the line kick-ass stuff as you already know, but how about the team? Well, the customer service gang is there to sort you out whenever you need them. Maddie and Beto are always there to help with Jen holding the reins. They're available for you at sales at nzaerosports.com and they've got a kick-ass live chat tool on the website if you're wanting to hit someone up right away. These are the crew you're going to want to talk to to get those custom orders in. With the stock nylon, once you know what you want, they'll have that shit on a FedEx truck as soon as the credit card machine says approved and get you in the air in no time. For your custom orders, you'll be able to get a time frame for building and shipping when you design it, so get to it. And demos. They've got demos in the U.S. available from their partner Rock Sky Market. The whole U.S. demo fleet is there with Sapphire 3, Crossfire 3, Kraken, JFX2, and Leia canopies in a range of sizes. They also offer student and tandem demos in the U.S. Bottom line, every step of the way, NZ Aerosports is there to get you what you need, and I personally couldn't be happier to be teamed up with them here on Lunatic Fringe. And now, time to get started with Lunatic Fringe Into the Void, brought to you proudly by NZ Aerosports. Fuck yeah! Coming straight from the cockpit, it's another episode of Lunatic Fringe with the fucking pilot. Ready, set, go. Back in North Carolina again. Not the free Love this state. Not the free candy van quite right now, but close to it for another episode of the Lunatic Fringe with Brian Casserly. 
Dean, I hope you're doing well. So let me start with this. Who the fuck are you and what do you do? I'm just an angry old fat man trying to make it through life. And your name? Carries the name of <laughs> Todd Thompson. Mr. Thompson. <laughs> I love that sound. Ah, you need that sound. All right, so seriously, man, what do you do? Um, as of right now, I am a parachute rigger and just do everything about skydiving. Skydiving and parachute rigging. Awesome. Yeah. And how'd you get into extreme sports? Um, basically, the United States Army put me right in there. Uh, be all you can be. I tried to. In the Army. And I tried to do it well. <laughs> <laughs> and did you? Well, some will say yes, some will say no. Uh, it's, it's subjective. Of course, it's always subjective. Yeah, but it was a good time. Was it a good time? How many years were you in? Uh, a bunch. Mm. Quite a few. Uh, I like it. Yeah. I like it. It's so, you joined the Army, and then it was just, oh, I'm going to skydive, and I guess we can end the uh, the story now. The whole thing, right there. It's done. That's no, it? actually, uh, joined the Army, got done with the Army, went back to my home state of California. How old were you? When I joined or when I got out? When you joined? When I joined, I was 16. 16 years old? Yeah. How'd you do that? Because uh, I was not a really good kid. Uh-huh. Mom and Dad were like, go ahead, we'll sign a waiver. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Oh, bye. See ya. Give him a gun. He's not a good kid. Well, there you have it. Hmm. I can hear Maybe your we... uh, cocktail. I'm sorry. No, it's perfect. No Maybe we ought to do more, more cocktails or more ice? Cocktails or ice. <laughs> I mean, is, is there a difference? I mean, we need ice in the cocktails. There but... you have it. So you joined at 16 years old. I, uh, I... did a wow. couple of years in the 82nd Airborne Division. 82nd then... Airborne. Yeah. Met a guy when I went to a, uh, a, moving on school, you mm-hmm. know, kind of like high school for the army guys, you know, teach you a little more type stuff. Okay. And I met this uh, guy that was in 7th Special Forces Group, and he, uh, we became fast friends. All right. We like motorcycles. We like this. We like that. Who doesn't? And, and then he started inviting me over to their team parties, his team, the his SF team. That he's on. And, and just for everyone who knows, SF is Special Forces, yada, yada. Yada, yada. Just a couple of guys having fun. Yes. <laughs> Not a big deal. But anyway, as it went, there was just a lot of cool things over there. And so I turned around and I went, how do I do this? This might be a lot of fun. And so their team sergeant went, you go down to the recruiting office yep. at the end of Gruber Road in Fort Bragg and you volunteer. And so I went, as soon as I get home tomorrow morning, I'm going down there. Wait, you were back in California or were still in no, 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 no. We were in Fort Bragg. This is back when I was a little kid. We were talking about that. When when I got done, I went back to California. 10-4. And uh, well, that, so I went down, volunteered, and about a year and a half later, there I was, sticking a little green beanie on my head. Oh, what do they call those again? Green Beret, yes. Stop oh. that. No, that is, you know what? Well, I'm all that chapter I mean, of my life is closed. Oh, 10-4, I hear that. But at the same time, I mean, that's that's still something to be super proud of. So thank you for your service. I appreciate um, it. And, yeah. and thank you to anyone who's listening. If you've served in any branch, um, no matter what it was, uh, Special Forces or not, I still appreciate you, and thank you, and God bless America. There was a lot of cooks that fed me at a lot of weird times, and I love those guys and girls. I fucking love food. Yes. Yeah. Foodie OG. I'm, I'm on it. I know. I love that. Mm. Place. Yeah. Have not yet posted, but one day I will. You, I have faith. I got to get the epic dish to match up to yours. No, there's no epic dish with me. It's just let's put whatever I have in the cabinet into a pot, cook it, and make it taste fucking delicious. It's still epic. 
Mm. But it's in my opinion. Well, I appreciate you. It is my opinion. But I want to go back to you. So uh, here you are. You're 16. You join. And then you're like, I'm going to go and do this special forces thing. Yeah. And so what happened there? Just got there. Had a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, enjoyed a bunch of time. DSFA teams are something only those that have ever been there will recognize um, and understand. Sure. But at that point in time, it was it was just good. But I went through it, uh, did that, ended up going back to the schoolhouse at which I graduated from because nice. those who have been through it and do that go back and train the new ones coming up. Sure. And I ran the sniper uh, course for a little while. And spent a bunch of time in Okinawa with First Special Forces Group. You have daughters? Do I have one? You have a daughter. I have a daughter. And you taught snipers? Yeah. Those poor sons of bitches that dated her. No, no. <laughs> she was a good girl. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. she told me she was. Well, that's how I treat my kids. And I'm going to respect what you tell me you're doing. And I also have now access to everything they do digitally. I and my wife and I can actually see it. So I know that they're good girls, but I still want those boys to see my tattoos and be like, Oh God, I don't want to fuck up. Oh yeah. Without yeah. a doubt. That's and, a, isn't that just kind of a evolutionary thing? That's yeah. the way it is. I mean, I have tattoos. You had, I'm, a, I'm, a, I train snipers, yeah, which means no. that you are good to yo within or up to a mile. That was, uh, when I was in the mile shot was a very hard thing to do because the, Technology for the rifles at that point in time. Dealing with fifty cals, but then what were you like three hundred eight or seven six two fifty four? Yep, three hundred eight, seven six two by fifty one. Fifty one, seven six two by fifty four is a semi rimmed round made in Eastern. uh, There you have block. Yeah, Mosnagat. I have. I'm not going to say how many I have. I have a lot, but I will tell you that right now I have a bunch at a gun broker being sold. I bought them every week. Good man for about. $25 25 to $50 a piece. Wow. And now I'm selling them for $600. Yeah, definitely. Still yeah. in the Cosmolino, but... Oh, they're all in Cosmolino. I just sold an SKS the other day, talking about guns. Well, what? That's an SKS. And there's nothing illegal about it, especially up in New York. <laughs> and there's nothing of a problem. I sold an SKS the other day that I bought for 75 bucks, and I never unpacked it from the Cosmolino. I left it. And I used to run stripper clip after stripper clip through it until it caught fire one day. And yes. I'm like, I have succeeded. I just sold that gun for $900. Oh, yeah. Right now, everybody's making the run to that stuff. Yeah, everyone's you know, And they want it off book. Yeah, they just want to buy, 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 buy. buy. And the ammunition, that's what they're going to do. Take your bullets away, and then we're still going to have... All we're going to have is a good baseball bat, <laughs> unfortunately. Well, you know, the problem is I like to shoot. You like to shoot. Yes. And they're making, you know, the, the hobby. I mean, I shot on the Olympic team. I shot on the junior wow. Olympic team, up to the Olympic team. I never made it into the Olympics, but I shot my that's entire pretty, life. That... Coming from a background like that, I know that is an accomplishment. But now I can't go take my daughters to go shoot because yeah. if I do, I am a criminal yeah. and I can't be allowed. Well, regardless, I don't want to even talk about guns. Let's All go right, back let's to go the back. So Let's go back. You're now teaching sniper school and like what? They were just like, hey, go jump off this uh, plane or jump well, off no, this structure. I mean, to be in the 82nd Airborne Division, mm-hmm. you had to be airborne qualified, so... You know, Uncle Sam threw me out of an airplane for the first time fairly early <laughs> in my life. I had the... Uh, How old were you? Uh, at that point in time, I'd already gone through everything was 17. 17 years old, you had your first job. Yep. That's awesome. So yeah. That's something. That's before 18. You can't but even that was AFF. round parachute, static line, 
you know, yeah. just plain up straight. Get out of my airplane. What kind of airplane was it? Uh, C-130. Look at you, fancy Love ass. it. Mm. No, buddy, I was just <laughs> trying to make it through life. <laughs> I really was. <laughs> I just snorted. I'm sorry. Um, all right, so that was your first jump. And were you just like, fucking, I'm hooked? Well, it was a it was a requirement. Requirement. It, it, it didn't. It wasn't something that I just went, oh, my God, this is what I got to do for the rest of my life. It was just, well, you're in the A-second Airborne. You got to jump out of freaking airplanes. That's how you get there. Got to go. So for that while. And then when I got into SF, Uncle Sam sent me to Halo School mm-hmm. and Scott him. But I was fortunate enough that there weren't a lot of Halo slots in the school. So they brought certain amount of people up to a B license in civilian skydiving. So which, you're still AFF. Yep. I still went through AFF. Still went through all that kind of stuff for my initial. Got to be licensed. At, hey, just throw it out. Kapowson Air Sports at that time. That's where I was. That's where oh, I got shit. my AFF. Kapowson. At Kapowson at the old drop zone. All right. Right at the foot. Mount Rainier. Fuck yeah. Yeah. It was cool. It was cool. I mean, Mount Rainier. Yeah, the, the view there is just... I haven't jumped it, but I have flown over it several yeah, times. It's, and it's, it's phenomenal. It's gorgeous. It really is. And then you turn around and you got the Puget Sound right there and... All like well, you did then. I'm not really sure where they're at now. I know they have moved, um, but where they were at the time, Mount Rainier to the inland, Puget Sound to the west, beautiful, hmm. absolutely beautiful. Um, but I did that. Then went to Halo School. All right, challenge the test, made it through that. Did the uh, night jumps and the full walk locker, the combat equipment stuff, and all Ten that four. kind of stuff. Yeah. And that was just the way it went. It was a lot of fun. And so I just kind of continued along that line. Yeah, when you say Halo school, how old were you when you did your first Halo jump? Uh, Where was I? Uh, About 20. 20 or 21. Damn it. People pay big money for this, and you're like, oh, yeah. fuck, I don't even want to do it. <laughs> Uncle Sam paid for me. I was, Uncle Sam, man. Hey, well, I, look at it this way. I'm going to say, I was very, very fortunate. You, you are know? very, very fortunate. I got, I got that stuff. Didn't cost me a dime. Um, and the cool thing is that you got AFF versus MFF. Yes. Right. So well, like, you, when you went through Halo School, you still got MFF. So you were military, and you were also a civilian. Yeah, you were still doing that, and, All right. and you had that those designators. I see a lot of now... Um, a lot of the airborne guys are only getting MFF. If I'm even, is that, yeah, that's right. And um, they're Ray Laylau, uh, yeah. Mike Watkins. They're all helping to bring them through to AFF. Yeah, I mean, the the AFF the transition course, as you were saying, that yeah. was yeah. We had Shauna Finley's heavily involved with that. Yeah, we had quite a quite a thing with that at SEC at Skydive Coastal Carolinas mm-hmm. because we have Camp Lejeune just to the north of sure. us and. Uh, we would get a lot of the young Marsoc Marines come down and want to do that. And I actually wrote a letter to the main SNTA at USPA because we were having issues. I'm not going to say problems because it wasn't really a problem. They were doing issues with something. Yeah, they were, they yeah. were doing what they were taught. Sure. But military MFF and military airborne ops are not civilian airborne ops. No, and they're totally different. That's 100%. And so it causes a lot of issues. But, um, it wasn't safe hmm. uh, with what was going on. They were the young Marines. Not their fault. It was not their fault. But the school was giving them an A license coming out of there, and then they would come to us, and it was bad. It wasn't good. Okay. And I'm not going to point fingers, and I'm not going to go, but it was a great thing, and moving along, and, and wrote an article. and. But So you had a lot to do with this as well. Uh, I wouldn't. I don't know if it was so much a lot. But you but had something to do yeah, with it. Yeah, it was, it was something that, me and the other guys that were down 
uh, identified. And mm. I just kind of took it upon myself to go, yo, Mom Bell, this ain't good. Yeah. We need some help. Well, we right now, values. I mean, these guys, yeah, now I've taken doing, them now, and I'm like, yeah. holy shit, he's got how many jumps? And yeah. then you realize, oh, you're MFF as well. Yeah. And that's why we can launch fucking refs out of the yeah. back of my command. These guys. Those guys, <laughs> those guys, they're all phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, my God, that's where I came from, and it did. But back then, when you're 10 foot tall and bulletproof, yeah. you don't realize just how much you don't know. So, what year would this have been around? Uh, doing when I. Wrote the letter to USBA. Or yeah, just, just curious, like when? Um, two years ago. All right. So yeah, I mean, a lot of things have happened in the last two years that yeah. I happen to know about. Yeah. So all right. It's, so we're gonna scrap this. We're gonna go back. So okay. you've just gone through Halo School. You're still gung ho <laughs> in the army. Love and life. Love and life. It was. Are we going to talk about the hookers and blow now or something? I mean, like we that? could always talk about hookers and blow. I love me some hookers and blow. I just need a place to go. Mm. Mm. Thailand. <laughs> Where you been when you were in the army? How many places you been? Um, I was stationed in Vietnam, or excuse me, not stationed in Vietnam. I was stationed in Okinawa, Okinawa. at Tory Station, and that was where the forward battalion of First Special Forces was. And so we went to Vietnam. We went to Thailand. We were Southeast Asia. Fun Korea, fact: you know the people in Okinawa Asia. live longer than anybody else in the world. True. Yep. It's you know, they plural. also have their own language. It's not Japanese. I had no idea about yeah, that. it's called uh, Hogan. Hogan. Yeah. Mm, nice people. Very nice people. I fucking dig it. They just don't like us. Oh, why? Well, you, you, we're arrogant. Uh, I suppose. Maybe. I don't know. I so, like food. I yeah, like their we, food. Well, but yeah, you know what? When you do that, rice. they'll be all over it and love you. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I just get along. I can get I guess, along with I guess anybody. what I'd say, it's not that they don't like us. They are tentative to making a relationship. Well, I think we took over their country. Or not. I mean, it's not their country. It was part of Japan during World War II. They're a prefecture. Yep. And we were there for many, many, many years and probably imposed our... And we're still there. Yeah, well, of course. But we yeah. imposed our rule. And, oh, we did. But, uh, and we have. It is what it is. It is what it is. So you've been to Okinawa, you've been to Vietnam, you've been to Thailand. Yeah. Uh, Philippines, Philippines, Malaysia, yeah. Jakarta, Did you ever Indonesia. have to hike up Mount Fuji? Uh, no, I did not. Did not do did the Mount Fuji Did not thing. get to do Mount Fuji. Oh, my God. Did see it from afar. Yeah. But never got to hike up Mount Fuji. Um, All my grunt friends have always had to hike up Mount Fuji. Oh, yeah. Fuji. That was a big thing for the Marines. They had to make that yes, thing. That and they got, you know, little merit badge or whatever the Boy Scouts get <laughs> nowadays. No, oh, hey, like I got a no patch. meaning to the Marines. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, but all over Southeast Asia, Australia, New Zealand, oh, yeah. you know, Marshall Islands, Fiji, yeah. you know, all those kind of places. That's where we were working. Um, it was a great time. It was a great place to be, you know, and, um, I wouldn't trade it for anything. There was, I'm not going to say that well, every day up. was greener grass, you know, but I'm going to say that for the times that sucked and you had to embrace the suck, the good times were really good. Well, I'll tell you and what, so it made it pre pre recording. You were telling me about these typhoon parties you'd have on oh, the roof, yeah, yeah. and that just sounded fucking epic to me. <laughs> I want to go to have a, a typhoon, typhoon party on the roof, yeah. tie me to the goddamn fence. I'm it is something, it. you know what? We could probably go over there and just rent the top floor of one of the uh, hotels. Let's do it. In Naha, yeah. which is a major city in Okinawa. <laughs> and then we'll just do it there. We just got to wait. We won't tell. We got to wait to watch the weather and be like, and oh, then, yeah, there's a twister. Get, you got to get in there before it, yeah. they shut it down and then hang out. We got to bring good rope. 
Really good rope. Really good. Actually, rope. we can buy it in their stores. <laughs> they got really good rope. They're like the fish. I might even know a few guys that are still on Tory Station, so might be able to make a phone call yeah, and get some stuff. We got plenty of paracord. We're good. There you go. Yeah, yeah we got absolutely. plenty. Well, we got a whole bunch of thousand pound Spectre too. So what the well, heck? I'm looking at my brand new NZ Aerosports canopy over there that you're going to rig up for me tomorrow. And actually, we're going to do a shout out to NZ Aerosports that thank you for hooking up Brian Cashley and Pussfoot for mm-hmm. that because mm-hmm. yes, you fine guys rock. ass Sapphire Three. I appreciate you. Mm. I can't wait to fly her. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not tomorrow. Bit. Tomorrow I'm going to the beach. Day after, yep, I will be flying at, at Point Break Buggy, which is going to be epic. It will be. You guys are going to have a blast. We're going to have a good time, man. Yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, because I'm there. Well, basically. you're probably going to make the buggy. I mean, that's what I do. Not to be high myself. But exactly. I'm just joking, people. No. Everyone makes mm-hmm. the buggy. I mm-hmm. like to have fun, though. <laughs> you have to realize that I was at the last two Point Break Buggies, and I know for a fact. You had a major point in making the You give me a microphone and some booze, and I'm ready to go. And a Speedo. I love my Speedos. Got to have a Speedo. Red, oh, white, and blue Speedo. You're going to be handsome in a Speedo. Dude, um, if I was, you'd be the first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're in the Army. How did you transition to where you are now? Tell us that. Uh, just I, It was time to leave the Army, time to go. Sure. It left and uh, went back to my home state of California at that point in time. Was Did, looking around for what I was going to do. Didn't start surfing. Uh, surfed when I was younger in that. And well, I noticed yeah, your garage. Did, you got a bunch yeah, of surfboards. Yeah, paddle boards, surfboards. I will say my girlfriend bought me that longboard yeah, yeah. that's in there. And it is a badass longboard. I do not use it as much as I should. Oh, you should more. I Shout know. out to Paula. I thank know. you. Yes, Paula. Thank you. Love you, girl. Um, it, is a, it is a really nice board. But, uh, it looks pretty. You know, we try to do what we do. But anyway, uh, I spent the next mm, little less than 14 years in uh, California there. Um, worked for a uh, concrete and or masonry company. Mm-hmm. The owner ended up leaving. And I went and got my own contractor's license and filled the slot he vacated. Uh, ran my own concrete and masonry company for a few years until the 2008 freaking bubble burst and Oh, it burst hard. Yeah, it burst hard. We all were just like... <laughs> that hit a lot of oh, people. what are we building now? Nothing. Our own graves? <laughs> anyway, that went away. My right-hand man, John Bernasconi, who uh, worked in the company with me, he bought me out when I was getting ready to go, and I... <laughs> this is a hard story. Um, one of my, my senior engineer, Arlo Guthrie, who has now passed on to the Golden Gates up top and... He's skydiving up there on the big clouds. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a uh, an altercation, we'll call it. I like that. With the Rayford SWAT team. Ooh. Oh, yeah. SWAT team. It, well, it's Rayford. <laughs> so, you know, outside of Fayetteville there. But uh, Tracy, his wife, called me one night, and she was like, Arlo's in jail. He had a, you know, yada yada with the SWAT team. We're going in. He, I need some help. And what's going on? SWAT team, did you say? Yeah, SWAT team. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they actually, you know how they got him out of there? He was drinking a big old handle of Jim Beam. And they just, they saw him through the windows with a curtain screen that he was doing that and starting to get drunk. And they just waited. So they got hammered. <laughs> went in to the bathroom to take a leak and passed out and fell off the toilet and they walked in the front door. And hey, we're taking you to jail. But you know what? At least he was alive. Yeah, and there was no shots fired. No, no shots fired. Everybody awesome. was good. Yeah. He had 
guns by every window. Oh, man. But he, he was, was ready. ready to go, he was ready to go, but that's Just Arlo. the Walking Dead kind of shit right yeah, there. Arlo was a, uh, he was a, he was an entity to be dealt with. I like that. A force. He just, he was, he was the force. I loved him. Knew him for 25 years, plus years. Were you jumping up in Rayford or no? Uh, yep. Nice. Uh, but what it was, was when that all happened, I went out there, I told Tracy, I said, I only got, give me three days, I'll be there. I got to shut. Oh, you were still in Cali? Down. I was in Cali, yeah. I got to close the business down, got to do that, take care of a few things, and boom, I'll be there. So we got him out of jail, um, posted his bail with the help of uh, Tim Denunzio out of Paraclete XP and all that kind of stuff. Thanks, Tim. And, uh, Timmy. Yeah, and went on along with all that kind of stuff. And while I was there and when we got him out, I was just kind of like, Arlo's like, what are you doing in California? Why are you still in California? Why don't you come back out here? You all, you know, half of the old team that we were on is retired and living right here in the general vicinity. How many years ago is this? Um, nine now. Okay. Nine, ten, right around in there somewhere. Um, I told him, yep, my last child is graduating high school. Mm -hmm. Uh, he was going off to the military when he graduated. And, uh, I said, as soon as he graduates, I'll move out because there was nothing holding me there. I uh, was divorced from the current wife at that point in time. Yeah. See wife, ya. The wife at the time. Anyway. <laughs> um, and so as soon as he graduated, packed up my house, came to Rayford. Fucking U-Haul. Yeah, I did. I U-Hauled right into the, <laughs> to Rayford at Paraclete XP. Um, Miss Billy still owned it then, the Thackers. 10-4. I moved into uh, Tim Thacker's old house on the butt crack portion of the drop zone at Rayford. Stinks good. It does. Mm. And it was so awesome. It was great to live there. It was a really <laughs> cool place. Right there on the drop zone, everything. Woke Fuck up yeah. to woke up to Jet A and the and the airplanes every day and my little Rottweiler Bella, wherever she is. But uh got there. Uh met an old friend of mine, Kevin Carver, Rat Boy. And just kind of fell into the rat hole and started doing that. And that was it was it. on the drop zone and Picked up skydiving from that again. So I had like a 14 break, 14 year break. Wow. And just jumped back into it. And I feel like skydiving will always find you when it needs, when you need it. I oh. hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it like, seems like you were going through some shit. Your buddy just got in trouble. got divorced, fucking just drove across the country. It was. Boom, it was. Oh, yeah. Back into this. Yeah. You know? Went to, went to work for an outfit that uh, provided uh, role players for the SF teams, the Guys that were in the schoolhouse learning. And so I went to work and managed some of that and helped with that kind of stuff. And you know what? Had a good time giving back. How'd you get where I come from? But how'd you get into fucking reggae? In a what? How'd you reggae? Um, I was looking for something that, what am I going to do when I'm old and decrepit that I can still do? <laughs> and I <clears throat> saw this thing, uh, Dave the Wolf. All right. I mean, this man's 80. Something years old, yeah, and still sewing, still doing. It. I'm like, all right, that kind of looks like it. So I pop open the golden interweb and look at it, and I run into Elite Rigging Academy down at Z Hills, Florida, with Derek Thomas, who mm -hmm. runs that show. Called Derek, and I said, I want to learn how to be a rigger. He goes, How much do you know? I went, Not enough. He goes, Can you come down here for a month and we do this? I went, Absolutely. See ya. Yeah. And he was like, can you be here May 3rd? And I went, absolutely. So there it was. I went down there with Derek Thomas and sat with him for a month. And we just hammered, hammered, hammered. And I was fortunate because I was the only student. 
So I one on one, one on one for a month, one on one, thirty days of just Derek like, Thomas. yeah, you're gonna that learn was, to do this shit. It was phenomenal. Fuck yeah! And then went and sat with Nancy uh, from Jump Shack, mm-hmm. and she gave me my test, got my rear ticket, and here we are. And here we are. God damn. So I know we spent a lot of time in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. What are we doing now? Now uh, we are helping Shauna Finley, oh, the Northeastern uh, Regional Director for the USBA. Love yeah, that lady. I had her on as a guest. Great, yeah, yes, phenomenal. And Actually, the first Lunatic Fringe podcast I listened to. Really? Oh, I had to go back from there and listen to more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen to on there. I mean, she, yeah. you know, she's like one of my best friends. She is dynamic. That's the only way to really that I can look at it's it she's not a tornado because she doesn't destroy things and all that, but it's that type of force. Oh yeah. Well yeah, I mean she, when you when you can juggle that many fucking things dude, in life, then dude. you are winning Yeah, without a doubt. All day. But uh left SCC a while back and uh talked to Shauna through actually you made the not the introduction, but was like, Hey, Shauna, you need to talk to Todd. Oh, He's yeah. doing this, that and the other thing. Uh needed some work done, called her up. Because she's one badass master rigger. Fuck yeah. I'm just a senior rigger right now. Oh, poor boy. Uh, Yeah. Well, we'll change that shortly. (laughs) But uh, uh, so I called her, talked to her, and uh, we got to talking about something. And and she goes, I could really use some help up here. I was like, well, guess what? Nothing holding me back. I said, I'm going to drive up this next weekend. No expectations. Let's chit chat. How's it sound? She was like. See you on Saturday. That's a in the, you know, that fucking drop zone for anyone out there. If you are Dude, in the Northeast, you gotta yes. go check out Shenandoah. Yes, yeah. there are two hundred six only, but that is changing. It is um, changing shortly. The view. I mean, you are literally in. You can see where the glaciers just carve oh, this yeah. fucking thing out. You're it's, above the whole yeah. valley, and you can see both sides, and you fall into the valley. You don't right, really into get it. That yeah, little, I mean, it's not, you're you don't have big hills where you're dealing with turbulence, but. It's, it's, it's fucking, it's a great drop zone. And if you're into history, I mean, there's a lot of shit to do there. Yeah. Plus, you can bring your family. You can also wind up going to see fucking. They got the caves the, there, the dude, endless the caves. caves. are gorgeous. They yeah. actually have the original Dukes of Hazard car not too they far do. from there, too. Not too yeah. far from there. The, the museum. Um, what a cool drop Civil zone. Civil War stuff are all around. All around. fields, museums. Cheap hotels. Bit. Yes. Good food. Yep. The Mexican place up the street from Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my what God. Is it? Um, I have no at least idea. goes. I have no, if that's what it's called, but yeah, I tell you, those fucking margaritas are boss. Yeah. Well, Paula one time brought us back a gallon <laughs> of margarita to the drop zone. The oh, green light was on. I just want you all to know. Hey, that. it happens. It was, what, what good place, man. I love the fucking, I love that, that next Well, the vibe zone. of the drop zone, it's, it's a smaller one that used to be a tandem only drop zone yep. uh, when the previous owners had it and all that kind of stuff. And now they've changed over and. And uh, the people of Sussex are really helping out Shauna and everything like that with getting this thing off the ground and getting it going. And uh, it's it's going to explode here shortly. Oh, definitely. It's going to explode. I hope, they, I hope they don't turn it back into a tandem factory. No, it's not, there is no design or desire on Shauna's part to make it a tandem only. Well, as it shouldn't be. It should be a good fun jumper place. I mean, you got so many fun jumpers within the area. Yeah, um, Orange is not too far away. And we're going to steal every single one we can. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there right oh, now. No. You know what? All those jumpers in Virginia, we're going to try to steal all of them. We're not going to steal them. It's not a mean thing. You're going to provide the facilities needed. An alternative. (laughs) I'm not not being ornery about that, but I'm just saying, hey. hey." I mean, I I like to check out every drop zone in my area. And when I find one I like, I generally stick it. It's Sussex happened to be it. I love Shenandoah. I love uh, coming down here to North Carolina. Shenandoah is uh, when everything's done, sit around a bonfire, have a couple beers. 
tell stories and, and show good videos. It's cool. it's just a real nice laid back place that likes to jump. Yeah, and you can go find some people to chat with and maybe even start your own podcast. There you go. Side chats. Who knows? Kind of like we're doing right now, Big Sexy. Mm. Mm. I, I don't know. That, was, that takes a little bit more. I don't know if I could direct a podcast. <laughs> I, I love that Dean started this and I love that he made me a part of it and I can help out. That's awesome. Because I am taking all the super rad people that I've ever met and even ones I haven't met that I'm being told you need to go sit with this person. You'll meet with them in the future. Oh man, and I'm meeting so many fucking cool people. Um, it's a phenomenal sport. Yeah, I've, been, I've, I've been talking to a lot of people on the phone. I haven't actually recorded them yet because I don't do the interweb shit. I want to sit in front of you and look at you. So yeah. I'm like, I'm waiting just to get close with them, and and once I'm close, I'm glad. So all I want to know: Are you the big spoon or the little spoon? I'm always the little spoon, baby. I'm self-absorbed little spoon. Sweet, sweet. Jeremy. Mm. Oh, the big spoon. He's the big spoon. I actually want to try to get him this weekend to do one with me. I think we'd have a lot of fun. (laughs) You guys will. You'll have a great time. You'll have a great time. All right. So boogies. How many boogies you been to? Um, we used to do the Z Hills New Year's Eve boogie every year. Did that like I don't know. Three times or so. Uh, oh, twice. Excuse me. Totally out. And then Mike Daniel, good friend of both of you and I, uh, Scott Albert is joining you. Daniel. Yeah. Um, little curb dick. Didn't say that. Hey, Mike, <laughs> not my problem. But he just uh, became a pilot. Shout out to you. Yeah, he did. Guy. You know, he's got his license now. He's above you and I on that thing. Yeah, I don't want to fly one of them. Fuckers. I did. He's actually very. Uh, he's he made me feel very comfortable getting in an airplane because I don't like airplanes. Did touch your penis? Uh, he has multiple times. <laughs> you know what? When we get together, that's all he can talk about. It's like, where's the throttle? Oh, yeah, that's my yeah, cock. Yeah, that's my cock. Let it go, Mike. <laughs> it's, not gonna be, it's, it's terrible. It, anyway. Well, yeah. But um, Save that for Mike was the one that said, we got to go to Sebastian. I love he Sebastian. He goes, Sebastian has got the uh, invasion boogie. Fuck yeah. You go every year. Yeah. And yep. so now we went the first time with Mike and a bunch of us went down and it was phenomenal. Mm. I mean, everything. Robert Kraft down there. Mr. Kraft. Mr. Kraft. I need... Robert is a dear friend of mine. Yeah. And I cannot wait to get him on here. But, oh, you need to. Oh, we just keep missing each other. Like, if I'm not organizing, I love he's there. And, you know, this year with COVID and yeah. my skin thing, I'm, I'm like, I'm missing him. And it sucks. Like, we talk on the phone like three times a week. Wow. Yeah. You won't even answer my calls that uh, night. Oh, you have a love affair with that guy. You know what? <laughs> I know that... that First portion of the conversation is going to be extremely irritating because it starts out with yo, 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 yo. And you're like, yo, I'm at fucking work and stop screaming. And then he just starts rambling, blah, 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 blah. And he goes on and on. There and is nobody that can talk faster than him. You just smile at the end of that fucking yeah. conversation when the, yeah. that man calls. You're like, holy well, shit. Well, you know, it's oxygen deprivation on that job that he's got with preparing <laughs> those things. Pools. He's holding his breath all the time and, yep. you know, his brain's fried. He is totally fried. Fuck yeah, dude. Ro- Ro- Robert's just the shit. The games, I, the games he has for the boogies? Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. Well, him and I always you know, piggyback yeah. off each other. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. But anyway, I, I have to say that he is a gem in this sport, and I can't wait to fucking get him on here because, you know what, we need more people like Robert in the sport. Well, we'll just say, stuff. Robert, I, we know you're listening, so make it happen. Mr. Kraft, get on it. Get up here. Yeah, we need. well, he's supposed to be in Jersey, actually, I think, in the next couple weeks. So oh, good. I'll probably link up a little heck bit. Heck yeah. Perfect. So you were down to Sebastian. You went, went to Sebastian. We've been going there for, well, we've actually done that and the uh, Jump for Valor, and we did that one, and we've done um, 
we went down and worked with um, Homestock, Jeff Homestock. Mr. Did, Homestock. Did his, uh, what do they call it, that first one, sand on the sand, fun jumpers or something like that down in oh, Melbourne. The beach cookie yeah, Melbourne. Yeah. yeah. We went yeah. down, uh, my girlfriend Paula and I, we drove the vans to get people back and forth and all that kind of stuff. I, I got to say, Jeff is another person that I met. Uh, I met him at Clewiston. <laughs> and I met him with his father, mm. who was a badass. Uh, Another 82nd Airborne. Yeah. Uh, I did a whole interview with him on Pussfoot. If you guys want to learn about uh, the true Mike Homestock. Um, And you know what we always do every year at Point Break is we hold a moment of silence for him. Yes, we do. Um, He did his last skydive at, was it 92? 92. 92 years old. He jumped into Market Garden. He jumped on D-Day. I mean, yep. this this man was a fucking badass. He was he was what all of us wish we were. Yep. Or he, wanted to be. Good man. Uh, yep. My interview Phenomenal. with him, it was over the phone, but I saw tears in my eyes listening to <laughs> certain stories that he told me and things that he had to live through and, and deal uh, with. I yeah. feel as if I wrote it well. And uh, Jeff reached out and goes, you did, you did a really good job on this. But Jeff... Jeff's making waves in the sport too, man. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah he is. He's doing this traveling tiki thing. He's in Sturgis right now. Yeah. He's at the bike week up there doing tandems for the bikers up there. Think about that, man. Bunch of drunk bikers. Mm. They're up there going crazy. They're going to show up all whacked out. And See, they're going to do that. Yeah, when I no. hear you talk about bikers, all I think about is you thinking about leather. Oh, yeah. And that song from, uh, oh, my God, what's the name of the movie? Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Oh, the oh, Gimp. Yeah, yes. You actually gimp. told me Actually, you're staying in a room upstairs. It's got a Gimp room. It's got the so Gimp So what am I going to say? I want that ball. Oh, the red one. tonight. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so oh, there we go. yeah. Mm-hmm. Shut mm-hmm. her up. Mm-hmm. I like it. With but. a remote, too. <laughs> I didn't say that. No, but, uh, I'm going there. Jeff, Jeff, uh, Jeff is, is definitely He's crushing waves. stuff. Fucking awesome dude as he well. He is crushing stuff. I know, like, you know. Everyone has an opinion. My opinion of that man has never been bad. Uh, I've never had a bad experience with him. And he is uh, a close friend of mine, and I will always consider him that. Yeah. And I give him the utmost respect for what he's I doing. I love that guy. I he's, do. I uh, love that guy. He, he's always trying to do right. He does right, but he can... Ru- Jeff, you can ruffle some feathers, and you have... And I've ruffle? Been, he I pulls them out. Yeah, I've, been, <laughs> I've been in between it. And I still love you. <laughs> I will always love you. I have no issue. And uh, yeah, man, Jeff Homestock's definitely doing some really fucking amazing things he for is. the sport. He is. Robert Kraft is doing amazing things for the sport. Um, you know, we need we need more people that want to be that involved and just be fucking awesome. Well, I, I mean, I'm super stoked that I can say that Robert and Jeff are, are, are friends. good friends of mine. Yeah. yeah, they're awesome people. But it's up to us to bring those youngsters up and along. Well, that's the, you know, that's that's my platform. Yeah, got to right? gotta get I, those youngsters up here and flying. I only jump with the young ones. Uh, you, you got go. twenty six jumps. Yeah, I'm gonna come take on, you in as on. you jump. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna hammer exactly. it out. Exactly. And um, it's yeah, it's been. And if it fun. goes bad, guess what? Nobody worries. As long as no one gets hurt, no. I am happy, and I haven't had that. And I don't even want to talk about it because yeah, I nope. have to lo this whole weekend. And you'll do uh, fine. Yeah, no, I just want to keep everyone happy, healthy, exactly, going home to their family. You're gonna have fun. Point break, third one. Third right. point Come break. On. Hey, it is what it is. Yeah, that thing is, that thing has risen to be its own freaking 
monster, its own entity. Do you recall Point Break Zero One, what I told oh, you? I said, we are going to turn this boogie into, into the boogie. And you know what? It's going to take five years. We're on number three. Yeah. And people are still, I mean, it sold out it in two weeks. Out. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was gone, but, done. Going to get bigger, going to be get better. The guys, all you two, include you, going to kill that thing, knock it out of the park. It's all about the it's, party, man. Yeah. You know me. I like the Ooh, sorry, guys. That was my beer. I love the party. The party is what it is. Both. So what do you think? All right, 2020 fucking sucked. It I did. Mean, I, got, I got six or seven boogies in. 2021, I've had some COVID-related issues where boogies have been canceled. Yeah. And then I wound up with this fucking autoimmune thing um but we're still hammering buggies yeah uh, knocking them down i don't i think with delta coming out right now we're going to be a little bit slower now shauna and i were talking about this and i always said what do you think 2022 is going to be she thinks it's the year of the student now let me tell you sussex hmm. pumping out some students right yeah now. they are they yeah. are my cousin actually just has been texting me all day his name's ryan powers and he's like dude I gotta, I gotta buy a helmet. I'm like, oh, you've got to buy a helmet. Well, look, I'm gonna try to hook <laughs> you down. up. Yeah, he just had his first jump course, and I think that's the most important thing you buy is your helmet because you don't want someone else's sweat all over your head. Especially I like the, the altimeter. Let's me know where I am. Well, that was the first thing I bought was an LT. I bought an LT and a helmet. But when I took AFF, you couldn't wear your helmet until after you cleared yep. your ninth. Yep. Um, but now with COVID. I get why. Hey, you bought a you bought a fuel, and oh, I, yeah. I think everyone Good should. Idea. Yeah, yeah. Everyone should buy it. Buy a cookie fuel. It's the fucking greatest helmet in the world. It's an open face. Your instructors can't get mad. But if you, you know, and the big thing is, once you get up, if you want a full face, you're going to get it. But yeah. that fuel is going to be an awesome camera helmet when yep. you make the run to a videographer. I have so many cookies, Todd, Man. but I always go to my fuel. I have a G4, G3. I've got so many G3s, so many G4s. But my fuel, my fuel is always my helmet, and um, I can't I, argue. I'm still rocking a G2. Hey, nothing wrong with it. <laughs> but I love my fuel because, like you said, I can do my camera. I wear my my goggles. My beard looks fucking phenomenal, phenomenal. in the wind. Um, <laughs> I'm so vain. But um, I all truly, I want to do is crawl up in between your beard. You could like split. You, you know, you could have like a fucking <laughs> egg in here, and no one would even know. I can't wait to take it off in like two weeks. But I thought I told, I told him I was like, yeah, get get your helmet. Let's see what I can do for you. I think it feels good. But I think year of the student um, is definitely coming twenty twenty two. If Delta variant, if it, we're not going to get into the politics of it. You. But now they're saying the Delta variant is coming, and I'm hoping it doesn't disrupt. And you guys can hear my my drunken voice right there. It's we both disrupt um, the uh, the flow. The flow. Of things. Yeah. yeah, I mean, think about COVID. There was no names for A. It was it was like zero. Yeah. B. There was a few. I mean, it went down from it went from like five pages down to like one. Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping that we get that. But I think the boogie year is coming. I think people are so hungry. I'm looking at all think these. Think that's twenty two or twenty three. I think it's twenty two. If this this shutdown it doesn't up. happen again. Yeah. And I, I you know I, I've watched a lot of people talk about what's going to happen months ago. How you know all they'll start the vaccine and then. You know, sure enough, they'll come out with something and they're going to shut everything back down. I, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy, but uh, I'm watching this stuff. and I'm like, oh, shit. I'm just hoping that this just planes out and we can actually go back to normal life. We can get in the planes without masks and actually start to party yeah. again and be near each other. Um, It'll happen. I, I mean, hope. we had the Spanish flu. We had all that way back when. Got every past that. Every hundred yeah. fucking years. We'll get past this. We'll get past this. We're totally going to get past it. We'll get past it and, and life will... 
It may not go back to normal, but it'll be a new normal, and it'll be well, awesome. We're going to get there. We're going to so, get there. We're even though I just took six different cauliflower roundabouts <laughs> and whatever, what do you think 2022 is going to be for the skydive world? For the skydive world. Um, talking to some of the people that I know in the industry, I think there's going to be some major innovations. Oh, definitely. Uh, some path is coming out with some really new stuff for their containers mm-hmm. that they're they were holding back and now going to let go. Um, Mirage, as you know, G4.2. I, I got one. Got I have one it. of the first G4.2 di- uh, It's not a big old boxy looking like a doggone VW bus looking thing. Though. That Mirage is the sexiest Mirage yeah. they've ever released. I mean, I, think, I, have, I have a G4. I have, I have two G4s. Well, I sold one. So I have one G4. Oh, my God. And? I'm sorry. I just, I'm, I'm completely drunk. I have. Yeah, it's okay. I'll <laughs> catch up with you, and then we'll really and have do my this. dot two. And my dot two is—I mean, we were looking at today. The fucking thing is slim and it's gorgeous. Yeah, it, it hugs you like I—I I can't wait for COVID to end and people yeah. to start seeing what Mirage just put out because it, it, it's a fucking gorgeous container and it is built well. But I hope at the same point in time, like you want. I'm a boogie guy. I like the boogies, and I would like to see that the drop zones step up and. Start throwing one. Yeah, bring that in because at the same point in time, the newer students, even though they're younger and they do that, yeah, yeah. that's their exposure to where that goes. And, and you, come on, you go to a boogie, you're like, I love this stuff. Yeah, but boogies, boogies have been fucked. Excuse my language. Oh, no, oh, don't no, excuse no me. excuse me. Uh, boogies have been fucked, right? So when I first went to my first boogie, which was TSK, I'm like, oh my God, this is Izu meets skydiving meets you know eugene eugene god bless you because tsk is the most amazing event it's it's i don't even call that a boogie anymore after being to hundreds of boogies tsk is an event right um i would i don't even go there to jump anymore when i do get a chance to go because i'm always LOing now um i'll go there just to, just to watch to people watch to see the balloons in the sky to watch the bands to go in the foam pit i mean that's ridiculous Phenomenal. yeah but after going to that boogie, all of a sudden, I go to boogies. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is a camp. <laughs> no one's partying. No one wants to be by the bonfire. No one's drinking after. Oh, I'm going to go to sleep so I can get up. So I think that DZOs, and guys pay attention, uh, except for a few, and you guys know who I'm talking about because I allo for all of you. Um, <laughs> I think that DZOs need to really think about what a boogie is versus what a camp is. Because a camp can be yeah. all weekend. And you're going to go to sleep early. You're not going to have a bonfire. You're not going to be, you know, drinking more than a keg. A boogie should be, you're maybe going to jump. So DZOs, you don't have to get those extra planes. You should, but you don't need them because people are there to express themselves and go out and party. And yes, they're going to, yeah, they're going to jump yeah. and they're not going to jump on Friday because they're going to get there Friday. They're actually going to have fun in the sky and there's going to be some great videos, Absolutely. but they're going to make the epic stories on the, the party. Look, you're not jumping really much on Friday. If you get there, you're not getting there till sunset because you just worked your big boy yep. job or your big girl job. Saturday, you're going to jump your face off. You're going to keep that adrenaline rush going. Saturday so you can go party be- at that fucking boogie. Like you just had 10 rails of blow, <laughs> even though you didn't have anything. You just jumped out of a plane because let's face it. That's your adrenaline. When you jump out of the plane, that's better yeah. than fucking any drug you're, you're ever going to get. Running out hard. And then you're going to drink all night, and then yep. Sunday you're not going to get up till fucking eleven o'clock, and maybe you're going to jump a few times. That's you're going to get a some boogie greasy to... lunch and yep. run for the last yep. load. 
That's a boogie. Yeah. Most of the boogies you go that back I, to work to yeah. heal. You gotta go. You got no. You need a day off when you go home. You get home on Monday and you just drove twelve hours, completely hungover, and you're like, you know what? I'm not going to work Tuesday. Calling in sick. That's because it. Because I am. Because that's what a boogie that's is. A boogie. A boogie should be a band and food trucks and vomit and fucking sex in the tents and it should just be out of control. Speedo. It's always a speedo. Gotta, speed. speed. gotta have a speedo. Hey, like and that. if you really want to do something cool, go ahead and get you a Brian Cashley pussfoot face. Jersey, and then you'll notice, guys, that his mouth hangs right over your crotch. So you cut a hole in his mouth, and then you can casually pull your zipper down, stick that big fat cock that you got right through his mouth, and you can say, I'm going to tell you, I think the photo, the photo for this uh, blog post, and I'll put a, I'm going to have to put a smiley face. <laughs> By the way, this gentleman is hung like a hog. Yeah, the fucking yeah. thing is huge. He, I, I Stop. No. Uh, show up to the boogie, and there's my face. With this man's cock hanging out of my mouth. And we got a great picture. Oh, God. I got several great pictures. scared a couple people. Might have. But they don't belong at a boogie then. There you go. Kids don't belong at a a boogie? Kids do not belong. Um, Daytime kids can be there. Oh, during the day. During the day. Watch the day. That's how we're going to get them in there and bring them on and back around. But as the sunset load starts to go, kids need to go. Kids need to go. Now, I have to do something weird at this one. Do you? What's that? My nine-year-old wants to sing Disney songs with me. And guys, if you've never been to Point Break, I literally will be on the microphone. It is a karaoke phenomenon when you get on there. I guess I don't have a bad voice. I don't know. I feel like I have a bad voice. But we sit, I mean, I sing all fucking night long. And last year, I wound up singing some Disney songs with a the DZ kids that do belong there, which yeah. are the ones that live on the drop zone. Izzy and... Yeah, and it was, it was super special Connor. for me, but my daughter saw some of the videos and pictures, my nine-year-old, and she's been practicing her Disney, and she's like, can I come on Friday and sing with you? I'm like, yeah, but you got to leave fucking right away because you can't see daddy. Bring her in blindfolded. Leave <laughs> blindfolded. In and out. Daddy's going to be naked right after you leave. Yeah. You know, you got to get uh, out of here. Yeah. And mommy can't see this. No, no. way, Jose. No. Anyway, but I brought them you know to what, it. You know what I see? And it didn't happen last year, is you and Mike Daniel. Because both of you actually got good voices. We had a lot of fun. So, we guys, sang, no, we sang Queen together. Did you? Oh, yeah, that's right. We did. Oh, that's, I we think had two was, mics and we were sharing. No, we had one mic and we were sharing. Yeah, it. you that were was, sharing. That was yeah. a lot of fun. I was, I think in the hangar, Paul and I were somewhere else. I don't know. I don't know. But it was, uh, I mean, I like I like the fact that, and I'm not talking high on myself, and I, if I come across Why that not? way, guys, I apologize. Oh, no, no, not, no, no, But I like what I'm doing with boogies, because this is what a boogie should be. Get fucked up, have fun, jump as much as you can, as long as you're sober and safe, and have a good time, and that's that's how I met, that's how I met Todd. Yeah. Yeah. We did. Yeah. You, you were instrumental in bringing Point Break Zero <laughs> One, literally, to where it went, and everybody <coughs> went, we gotta do this again. Do you know the Point Break wasn't supposed to be Point Break forever? Why not? Because actually, I mean, <laughs> the boogie was... That's my vape. I, I pushed to get the boogie at SEC, and, and uh, Brian was very, you know, once he realized that we're, we weren't going to burn his drop zone down and we're going to take care of it, he was like, okay, as long as you guys organize it, this, that, and the other thing, you can do it. So we went with it. But Mike and I were sitting in the rat hole one day after work, drinking our butts off, fireball, everything else going. And oh, yeah. The idea that we first came up with was we were going to do a movie-themed boogie that every year it would change. 
and do things like Animal House and do things like Ghostbusters. And, and that sounds things. like a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. And each one would change. It would be in the same place. It would be at the same time. It'd, you know, so it would be all that. But then as all of the news would come out about it, you'd learn what the movie was. And the parties would be themed after those things. I'm just going to give you an idea here. Maybe this needs to be brought up to Shenandoah. Yeah. Because mm. you could think about it. Just think how much fun you it's can never have. ending fun changing that thing each year <laughs> because movies aren't going to stop coming out no, so there's going to be new cult classics i mean i want to go to a pirates a of the caribbean horror picture show first jump? of all listen to me brad all right <laughs> the river is deep but i swam it there you janet go. janet i love the rocky horror Damn. picture show little pulp fiction action going oh my god yeah 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 well, weren't we just talking about pulp fiction before we were i'm here I'm yeah. fucked up, so I... And, and, well, <laughs> you and I were talking on the back deck. Yeah, right? no, it was either the back deck or... Yeah, this. it was good. But that was the idea. But you and the other individuals that were all caught up in that, and it just cranked, it just... The Point Break just stuck. Point Break became, and I talk about it often, the boogie. Yeah. Because, you know what? Even though I'm an LO, I do two, maybe three jumps a day. And then I'm partying I'm, with us. I'm no, but I'm, I'm partying, but I'm also I'm throwing all the games. Yeah, I'm making sure everyone's having fun. You don't want to skydive? Fuck it. Let's get on the slip and slide. Let's go play yeah. Naked Twister. Oh, you want to be a grease pig? And by the way, you guys gotta play grease pig. I started oh, that shit last, last year. year's grease pig. Oh my god, Connor, phenomenal. <laughs> he was naked. Yes. He got tackled, and I think did Justin Haynes catch him? Yes. And his ass was right in his nose. Right in his nose. <laughs> oh, my God. It was fucking... It was pictures. the epitome of brown nosing. But it was... I think oh, Justin epic. liked it. He might have. I think he did. He is... He wasn't quick to get up. No, he wasn't. There was two men who caught him, though. That I don't true. know who the second I do, was. Yeah, I don't but I know, know Justin either. was there, and I know that Connor's ass was definitely, like, yep. fucking a half inch from his nose. And I'm not talking ass crack. I'm talking the whole... Yep. It, the rosebud. <laughs> the balloon knot. The not, but do not, but do not. Connor would have been deflowered. Oh man, that was <laughs> by Justin's nose. That was fucking epic. <laughs> that 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 party last year. I went home without a voice for two weeks. Wow. Yeah, I didn't realize that. And I got bit by fire ants, which I'm pretty sure caused yeah. my skin Dude, condition. <laughs> those fire ants on that place. They they're like they're terrorists. Yeah. Dude. This year. Um, I, I went to Scott of the Falls, uh, Jason. How was that? Uh, you guys, uh, I couldn't stay. Uh, my my skin was peeling off, oh, and oh. I was like, uh, so I have. Uh, if you guys don't know, I have dyshydroxic eczema uh, with an underlying uh, psoriasis. And now I've never had an allergy in my life, but it came on a few months ago, and I, I can hardly walk. Uh, right now, I'm good, but I got myself some prednisone shots, and everything went away. And then right before this boogie, I went to my actually. Dude, like four days, not even. What is today? Wednesday? Today's Wednesday. So Monday, Monday, I went back to the doctor and I'm like, dude. Got to hook me up. You got to give me another shot. He's like, no, I can't. He's like, your white count's so far off the chart. Like, you're going to fucking die. I'm like, you got to give me. I'm like, I haven't been with my kids. I, my whole family's down here, by the way. And they are phenomenal. <laughs> Jill, thank you. <laughs> Jill. Um, we got Supergirl Ryan down here. Yeah. Ashlyn and we got Tegan. But I went to the doctor. I'm like, you gotta, you gotta give me another fucking shot. He's like, dude, your white count's like a 23. You can, you can like fucking die. I'm like, you'll explode. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't care. I'm like, I, I already feel it coming back on my finger right here. I'm like, I need to make sure I have a good yeah. week. And he's like, 
I'm like, he's like, what do you say? Uh, he's like, I can't give you. I'm like, just give me a taste. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, a taste? He goes, do you want the nickel bag? It's called the attic. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I'm going to give me the dime bag. He goes, yeah, he goes, he said he fucking said, he goes, I'll give you the dime bag. And dude, the nurse turned to him and was like, do you guys even fucking know each other? I'm like, I know this guy <laughs> I know forever. This guy inside this, and out. This doctor is, he took cancer off me. He took, wow. I had, I had a, a red dot on my face and for years. No, years. that was the laser that the cops were using. No, no, this <laughs> this was just a red dot on my face I got in college. Yep. Um, and about a year, no, probably two years ago, I scratched it and it started bleeding, but it never stopped. And we would put crazy glue, we'd put all sorts of shit on it. And okay. my wife's all like, right. "What was the stripper's name?" Uh, uh-uh. uh, hold on, oh. this is this is fucking great. <laughs> so I go into the room and I'm like, "Yo, I'm like, yeah, I got this thing." And he's like, "Oh, he's like, it's just a blood vessel close to the skin." Wow. I'm like, I'm "Like, all right, can you?" Can you can you cure it? He goes, no problem. I'm like, I have Cauterizer. Done. He's like, I'm going to cut it out. And he's like, this take two minutes. Cuts into it. And all of a sudden you hear him screaming, nurse, nurse. Dude, my fucking Holy. blood was squirting to the ceiling. Really? Squir- out of my face. So it turns out it wasn't a blood, a blood vessel. vessel. It was an artery, my ocular artery that, that comes up and it came close to the surface. And when I scratched it, Holy that's why it would, my shit. wife was mortified. We'd be at dinner. It would fucking start dripping and squirting. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I always thought it was funny, but she was like, you got it taken care of. So I go into him and he was like, he was screaming. He was so nervous over this fucking thing. And he got in over his head, yeah, but it came close. And then I had, and I have to share this picture. Maybe I should do it on this one. On my left eyelid, I wound up with this bean. And I go into him like, yo, I, anyone who follows me on Facebook, you've that seen this probably picture. didn't want to touch you. He was mortified. <laughs> he had to cut my eyelid open. And he took the, apparently I have skin issues because I'm only, I'm ever going to the fucking dermatologist, but he took this bean out of my eyelid. That's the scar. Oh yeah. And, um, as he cut it open, I could see light through it and he took everything out and it was good. And then like six months later, it came back and he's like, he, he says to me, he goes, you like to skydive and you get an adrenaline rush? He's like, this is my adrenaline rush and I fucking hate it. <laughs> and he's like, I'm never doing this again. You got to go to an ocular surgeon. Get to have this one take. You're out. And I look at him. I'm like, no, no, you're going to do it again. I'm like, I don't go to doctors. I go to you. He took it out. It was never he came a back. Shaman? No, he's just a cool dude. <laughs> I got you. You know, what's really crazy is, and this is, and I'm talking too much about myself right now. Nah, so I'm going to do this one and that's going to be over. He, when I first went into him for, oh, for the cancer that I yeah, had. Yeah. He goes, uh, you're, yeah, I told my skydiver, and he goes, do you know this particular skydiver? And I was like, yes, I do. And he goes, well, he's at Helen Hayes Hospital. What happened? He was my TI, my first, uh, who yeah, told okay. me I'd be back. And he wound up pounding in, and he was up there. And I guess because he was, he, uh, I don't want to talk really about it because I'm going to be skydiving all again. But he wound up with a, uh, an issue where he couldn't move anymore. And he had to have a dermatologist look at him. He does some work on it. He goes, I know this guy. And I'm like, that's fucked up. I'm like, he was my first skydive. And, um, yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah. We'll You'll leave it carry at that. on the legacy, yeah. man. You'll carry um, it on. You'll make it good. He's still alive. I'm going to say that. But, but this doctor is just like super cool. And he also gardens. We do what we do yeah. because we love it. And I love gardening and he loves gardening. Gardening. So, yeah. Wow. I love the garden grow shit, man. All right, but enough about me, because now I just went on like a soliloquy, and we are coming up to the top <laughs> hey, of the hour. Are we having fun? We are. We are. That's, a, That's all about Fireside chat. There you go. Absolutely. I wish Dean was here right now with his giant cock, and we could measure them between yours and his. Sword fight. 
Oh, oh my God. And then I could sit in the middle with like little crosshairs. There you go. Oh, the circle there. <laughs> my little Who's guy. Who's pivot man? It might be a little, but it's angry. It's mm. very angry. Well, but from what I understand, you got a pile driving ass, so. Hey, I got a fucking what? fine ass. You put me in some leggings, I'm good to go. Hey, I've seen it in the Speedo. Well, hey. I've actually seen the moon walking out into the ocean mm. in the full moon as you were washing everything. With your dog. With my dog. Yeah. Hey, you, you ruined her. No, she's you a ruined her. She will she not. She loves me. She that's my point. Mm-hmm. She loves the kids. Too. She's like, we go, Brian. She goes, <laughs> <laughs> everything perks up. So, all right, we are coming to the top of the hour, and sometimes I take too long saying goodbye. So, how do people find you if they want to find you? You are working at Skydive Shenandoah now. Skydive Shenandoah, we're up there uh, doing that. Uh, I actually live, my girlfriend and I. Uh, in Southport, North Carolina still. That's home base. Sure. Um, Do you have a Facebook or an Instagram? Yes. Uh, Facebook. Don't have Instagram. What's your Facebook? Don't know how to make it work. <laughs> oh, just Todd Thompson. Todd Thompson. If Facebook. you guys can't yeah. spell it, you I'm need sorry. Well, you know what? It works. It but works. Anyway, yeah. You can reach out. We can get it there. Um, I love dealing with used gear with new jumpers um, or old jumpers. That's a big deal for sure. me. Uh, Brian Cabbage, good friend of mine, drops on solutions. We work back and forth to make sure that the names you've dropped during this chat are impressive. Like, but they're good people. You know, good people. But you're part of that group. Like, you are an old school skydiver. But I'm not. But you. But but you know your shit. Well, I've, I've been very fortunate. Yeah, I've been very fortunate to be introduced into the community at this point in time. By some very key people, you know, Kevin Carver, Rat Boy, Mike Daniel, mm-hmm. um, being up at Rayford during that period of time. And it, I, I was just fortunate. And then coming around through that, meeting you, meeting everybody down at Sebastian. Um, Everything just comes full circle. Yeah. there. I, I will say there are very few people that I trust with my gear, and you are one of them. Buddy, I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, it's important. Yeah. You know, it is important. And when you... Turn it into a Chinese skydive. Chink, chink. Uh, I want it to work white. So it will work. Yes, Between it will. you and Shauna, I am confident on my gear. That um, woman is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. God, I love her. Just real quick before we end, what do you fly? Uh, right now, I got a Stiletto 150. Okay. Um, staying on the bigger side because I'm old and I don't heal quick. 150. Mm. I just uh, sold a parachute that I really fell in love with. It was a Brian Germain Samurai. It was also a 150. That airlock thing. I don't know why it didn't take off more than it did, but in hmm. the turbulence, man, that thing just flies straight. Right through it. it well, not maybe not, but it just felt it felt good. When you see those in the air yeah. and you watch everyone else accordioning yeah. and the turbulence just, is just... They look like they're going over speed. Yeah, lines. and you're like, oh, don't collapse, don't yeah. collapse, don't collapse. I don't yeah. want to look away. And then you see one of them. Ooh. Yep. But a bitch to get the air out of. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but that's why it works. But uh, got a Mirage just like you, just Ooh. a little older one. And nothing wrong with that. No, it, it still works. It still and goes. Not, and you know what? I, I'm going to say, I'm going to throw Mirage a plug. Um, Good, yes. You go out to any DZ, you will see more mirages that are older than dirt, True. still airworthy. True. And that is what drew me to them when I was a brand new jumper. I, I literally, I do research. I love fucking research. I'm like, holy shit, look at all these. You know? And I'm not bashing anyone with the wings or ja- javelins. Great, Buddy, there's but- a lot of Sunpath product out there. 
even older. I mean, we've got them. Yeah. Sun pets are out forever. Yes. Just but so is Mirage, and yes, that was yes. for me. No doubt. No doubt. I love I love the yeah. look of the Mirage. I love the, the the accessories. Right, the trap system is fucking amazing. It does a great thing. But um, easy to pack too. Yeah, well, huh? easy to pack too on my side. So you can go flap, flap, flap. It'd yeah, good. It is. But uh, yeah, no. So you've got a Mirage. You got your what you stiletto one stiletto. Yeah. All right, love it. Well, we got to get you on an NZ. Uh, hey, I'd be more story. than happy to. You know, um, do it. Crossfire three. Ooh, I'd be fancy, that fancy, fancy. One forty nine. Let's rock and roll. One. Yeah, I love Why those not? odd sizes. Yeah, I do too. It is fun. They those are great canopies. Oh, there's, oh, there's Bella. How you doing, puppy? You know, oh, oh, and there's your beautiful girlfriend. Say hi, Paula. And What's that? Got wine in your hand. We're having a cocktail. Everyone's having a cocktail. Everyone's here having tonight. a cocktail. If they're not asleep already. Oh, yeah. Poor Kevin. Oh, well, he had a long drive today. Yes, he did. So, anyway, Todd Thompson on the Facebook. You can find him at Skydive Shenandoah. Phenomenal and, uh, drop zone. Great drop zone. Small, but growing. Oh, yeah. And, we're going uh, to explode it. Yeah, we're going to get you back on here one day. I'd like to dig more into your military days. Uh, uh, maybe not military days, but like transferring from military to right, AFF. We'll do we that. probably should have That's, a, that's a book I closed a while back. Yeah, I'm not against talking about it. But yeah, but the, the transition. Yeah, that's, that's I'll talk good. about the transition all you want. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And anyway, I appreciate you taking your time tonight. I appreciate you being in my house and coming down. I love it, brother. I appreciate staring into your eyes. Ah. You know what I want to do? Cuddle up underneath that beard. <laughs> I'm always a little spoon baby. <laughs> um, anyway, I, you know, fucking awesome uh, time with you. And uh, the next four days will be epic. Will be. I'm spending tomorrow with my children at the beach. as it should be at the beach. We have a beautiful beach. We got to do the beach. Yeah. I got. I got to spend some time this year yep. with my kids. I travel every fucking weekend. I know you to do. A boogie and this time. Well, it's not only a boogie. You're off doing the the freaking disaster relief for the outfit. Ooh. I do, yeah, the disaster so. cover, but this time I am doing uh, a boogie with my family and yep. I'm spending two days with them at the beach and that's, that's just that. It's going to be that's great. Gonna go. It's going to be but great. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, special uh, shout out to Dean. Congratulations on your wedding. Oh. Um, you did it. You did it. Congratulations. And to NZ Aerosports, fuck yeah. <laughs> Guys. I hope you guys enjoyed meeting Todd, and uh, we'll be back soon. So, fuck yeah. Blue skies, baby. Stay classy. Oh, yeah. All right, there you go. Another episode of Lunatic Fringe Into the Void in the Can, brought to you, as always, by Fuck Yeah, Icarus and NZ Aerosports. Uh, brought to you by Summit Parachute Systems. Head to summitparachutesystems.com. Check out Jarrett Martin's amazing pilot rigs and his rigging courses. As for me, it's always the fuckingpilot.net or the princesspilot.com. That gets you to the links for all the previous podcasts as well as both the books. Uh, we'll see you next time around.